Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Where can they call us, Barry? Oh, you know, the same place they can always call us, Craig. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. Drop us a voicemail. Be part of the show. Where's your other... Where Don't you have a better... I thought you found a better drop for this plan. That's right. I know, but Barry said he hated it. I'm like... Thanks. Appreciate it. No, we that. like the other. I thought we liked the other one. Barry said he hated it. He hates that one too. See what I have to deal with, Craig? You said you hated it. Since yeah, when does do. Barry's opinion matter? <laughs> All right. I, I gotta. I'll have to find it. I don't know what I did with it, so. All right. Well, you can always please subscribe to the one podcast that gives you what you never knew you even needed the one, the only. Nobody like him on this planet. The murderous, not in prison. <laughs> you, you're, you're murder, Jim. But have have you ever been in prison, murder, Jim? Prison, no. No, for, so, I've, so I've, I've, jail, <laughs> jail. Come <laughs> no. on, we live we'll, our lives. First of all, everybody <laughs> ends up in jail sometimes, but no, not in prison and. Juvie? Nothing stuck. No, not juvie. <laughs> I was a good. I'm a good. I was a good kid. Eh, what did you end what? up in jail for? What was that for? For a, f- a few things. Nothing major. That we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> All right, we'll but, save um, that for the next yeah. podcast. Well, one of them was I literally. I, I lived in. I lived in Florida for a few years, and I got. I literally spent a night in jail because I was meeting my friend to get some weed, and I brought an empty bag of weed. But it wasn't completely empty. There were like a few seeds and stems in there. And I saw the cop. I got nervous. So I shoved it down my pants. And then he was like, and then he shook my balls until it <laughs> fell out. And it was like, oh, we got you. And they put me in jail. For, it was like, I was Doesn't like, there have to be like a certain amount of weed to get busted so. for it? You would think so. But in Florida, and this was in like the 90s. And apparently not because they put me in jail for the night. Wow. Maybe if you didn't yeah. shove it in your pants and make him have to shake your balls, you would have You're right. You. Yeah, that was it was that was that one's on me. Yeah, that yeah. one's on me for sure. They did shake my ball and well, like, welcome the, to ridiculously. The show. I'm, I'm well, so excited to be here. I'm I, I gotta tell you guys something, is that um I'm a Knicks fan in California. Yeah. And there's a thing about being a Knicks fan anywhere, really, but particularly when you're not near your fan base, you know, where and I was very desperate for for to talk about the Knicks. And when you know, I was watching the national media, and it's garbage. Um, and I was trying to find somebody to talk to about the Knicks. I didn't have a buddy, like a Knicks fan, who loves it like I do. 
literally a guy came up to me and this was my one Knicks fan friend and he came up to me and he said wow man you're wearing a Knicks shirt is that um are you really a Knicks fan or are you wearing that just to be ironic and I was like I was like dude <laughs> no rude. I'm really a Knicks fan is this a, what friend talks like that that's a I, friend this we well I know he's a Knicks friend you know what I mean like a sports friend you know like a real <laughs> okay. friend we didn't like go out to dinner together are you wearing that to be ironic but yeah well I, you know, it was like it's fucking California shit. Dig if I ever heard one. Yeah, it was an on the back end. I thought you were about you to know. say, I had this one friend who came up to me and said, you have to listen to It's a Hard Night's Life. <laughs> no, no. So Is that where you thought he was in... going, Barry? No? Yeah. I well, thought so, I, but... No. Well, well, then I became desperate to hear people who love the Knicks talk about the Knicks. So I was like, oh, there's got to be a fucking Knicks podcast. So I looked and there were surprisingly few. But then I found yours, and what? I put it on what, what I, year I went. Was this? this was like I mean, I don't, I'm not sure, but this was a. I re, all right. Well, here's what I remember: is that there was a lot of French accents. There was a French bit, of the you know Nilakina French accent thing, mm-hmm. and um, I was French like, well, going. these. I was like, these guys are fucking. I was like, these guys suck. They sound like all my friends fucking around. But then I was like, these guys are great. They sound like all my friends fucking around. I was like, this, oh, wait, I, at first I, I you love thought we this. Sucked. Well, at, at first, first you thought I was like, yeah, for an acquired taste. <laughs> for very, it took me a minute to get, <laughs> but then I was like this, I love then And now, you know, of course you guys are my favorite, my, you know, my favorite Nick's podcast, man. You guys are the best. It's like finally, real, You genuine. finally found that perfect combination of genuineness. Is that a word, Blandy? Genuineness? Genuity? I, I Genuity? Got, I, no, that's definitely <laughs> Genuinity? Genuinity? No, the No. Uh genuine <laughs> gen- genuine uh genuineness okay, well that, sounds more like a word. <laughs> genuine that's definitely not a word. That perfect combination like of genuity, fucking crumb cakes, shit stories. <laughs> Yeah. And what and what, Jim? What's the what's the fourth? Well part? <laughs> and well the sincerity and also the the commiseration. Oh, there you go. When uh-huh. your team is is socks, which they don't this year, so we're not I'm talking about some years back. And um the national media is just like even recently, even this did you guys notice on the uh TNT game after it beat the Celtics, they did the recap of the game and they showed all the interviews of the Celtics players. Oh, I don't know what we did wrong, but they didn't. They, there was I didn't see a single interview from any of the people who won the fucking game. But so I have to put up. You got to put up with that shit. And I was just well, like, I want to talk to people who really feel my yeah. pain, who are who are with me. Yes. Well, it's going to be a fun show, guys. Bet Online is the number one, your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from the NFL playoffs to pro and college. Basketball, the UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and get your 50% welcome bonus. With your first deposit, make sure to use promo code BLEAV to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag where the motherfucking game starts. I change it up there at the end, Blandy. Wow. What a week. What a fucking week this week, guys. Barry, not Craig. one, but two. <laughs> well, maybe I should ask you, were, how many statement wins this week, Barry? 
How many? Two, definitely. Definitely both were. Come on. Oh. Cleveland, not just because they possess a certain Donovan Mitchell that we don't, mm. but because where they're at in the standings, that was a huge <clears throat> win. And going into you know, a tough three-game part of the schedule we knew was coming up, starting with Cleveland. So, yeah, to get that win, boom, state. <laughs> and then Boston, forget about it. Who, who Top thought dogs two in the in East? Come on. I mean, come on. We have these three games, Cleveland, Boston, and Brooklyn. Nightmare week. Right, Barry, the week before you predicted we'd win all of them. All four games. <laughs> and then pre- this going into this week, this I thought week. we would have three L's. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Julius Randle, 37-9 and nine versus Boston, 36-13 and 13 versus Cleveland. Jalen Brunson, a big game versus Boston. Obviously, I mean, RJ came up big in that game at the end versus Boston, but he struggled throughout the game. RJ's been taking a lot of heat on social media lately. Have you noticed that, Barry? Have you noticed that, Murder Jim? Blandy? It's a big group fucking here. I'm not used to it. I don't know who to talk to. <laughs> Is it a roll call? I, have, I Holy haven't shit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but he is one of the few Knicks that seems to always come through in the clutch. He did against... Um, yes. It was against the Raptors, right? That dunk. He obviously had that three-pointer to beat Boston last season. Well, the one to the tie it towards the end of overtime. and Not to tie it, to go ahead. Or to tie it against Boston. I don't even remember. Well, he does um, come through in the clutch, but also he, I mean, he's not since, I'm going to say J.R. Smith, and then I'll go back further to John Starks. Has there been a player that you, you where it's like, because, I mean, you remember, I forget what the game was where it's like, Clyde's like, um, well, all you got to do is not let him get a three or foul. And then he fucking fouls the guy while he's taking a three. And you're like, ah, we want out to win that game. But it's very, it's it's frustrating. He makes he, he makes these errors, but then he's incredible. Then he comes through in the clutch. So I, I you know, of course, I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm I'm a full on RJ fan. He is definitely one of the more frustrating players, yeah. right? Because you know the the fundamentals are there. He gets to the rim. It seems like. Pretty much whenever he wants. And again, we talked about how, you know, it doesn't look easy. He works for it, but he gets there and he gets a good look at the basket all the time. The problem is, you know, his layups are less than 50%, you know, on the season as, as they always are. Um, his three point shooting is up and down. Fortunately, right now, I mean, he's in a really great stretch. Over the last five games, he's been 54% from three on 15 to 28 shooting. So that's coming around. Hopefully that'll continue through the rest of the season and he can kind of, you know, tick that up and get better than where he's been at the last two seasons. Just have a little patience with Barrett. <laughs> he's going to be more Weasley than a ferret. Mm, what else can you say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, but like we were, right, we were up big against Boston, like up 10, I think, in the fourth, blew that, went to overtime and we couldn't seem to buy a bucket other than that Julius three. Everyone was struggling. So yeah, it was interesting to see him who was struggling the whole game like we know he's got he, he he feels no pressure late in games. He has no problem taking a shot if he's 0 for 40 in the game. He'll take that last shot, took it, then he yeah. sank those two free throws. Couldn't have beat Boston without him. But he makes up one of these three guys right now, Jalen, Julius, and RJ. All over 20 points per game on the year. I think I saw something. They're one of only three teams in the NBA with three 20 point scores under the age of 30. And they're the only team that's over 500 of those three teams. Okay. So 
take that pretty, for data. Pretty solid young core there. <laughs> Julius is averaging 27 points a game, 14 boards, four and a half assists in January. Jalen Brunson, 28.3, five and a half and four and a half boards. RJ Barrett, 22 points per game in January. Blandy. Yes. Do we have a do we have a big three? Or is that a stretch? That's a stretch, dude. That's that's a, a stretch. And you know, the three of them are averaging all those points. That's because you're getting shit from everybody on the bench except for except for quickly. So I mean, who else is scoring the ball? No nobody. So yeah, no, this is not a big three. Sorry. No. Murder. Are they a, are, oh murder, yeah. Murder. <laughs> who yes. have who has impressed you more this season? Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson? Well, I gotta say Randall because Brunson. I, I this was my expectation of him. This is what I thought he would do here, you know. And that's why every I didn't get why everybody was saying like Brunson bad all the negativity against him. But he was look at the point guards we had when we were the fourth seed. And I get it, the league changes, teams get better and worse. But we had well for yeah Peyton and all these garbage. We had Dennis Smith Jr. You know, and that was the same season that we were the fourth season. So I thought for sure Brunson's going to, you know. But what surprises me the most is Randall because he's just solid. And the way he's hitting threes lately, are you kidding me? I mean, he's, I, I'm shocked. Every first quarter, he hits like five threes, it feels like. Yeah, yeah I do agree. Randall's like, been doing yeah. this season is beyond impressive, you know, from mm-hmm. where he was last year. And, and compare his numbers to his all NBA season. Right now, he's, he's, he's higher in points than he was that season. He's higher in rebounds than he was that season. His assists are down to four, but that's understandable, you know, with, with, with the addition of Brunson. Yeah. His three-point percentage is down a little bit to 34%, but he's taken two more a game. Yet his overall field goal percentage is up. You know, he's been taking less of those twos. He's, he's been incredible. And, you know, they, they, I think they even mentioned it to him in one of the post games about how he's dunking the ball more. And if you think he is, it's, if you think you notice that, it's because he is dunking the ball more. He's already got 10 more dunks than he had, la- um, than he had that All-NBA season. And there's still like 30 games to go, 31 games to go. Um, he's on pace to have more dunks than he did last year. He's playing with more fun out there. We've been seeing that. Um, and he's yeah. been keeping his head in the game. He's, he's not exactly. just dunking the ball, Barry. He's fucking oh posterizing <laughs> and yeah. ferociously throwing the ball down. And it's funny you said that. He's playing with, what'd you say? He's more fun? More fun, he's but at the same time, fun. he's more like vicious than I've ever seen him. He's playing yeah. like so, a behemoth. Also, reach around. <laughs> a lot of reach around. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I agree though, Matt, guys. Julius... I did expect Jalen to have a huge impact on the team. He has also been putting up huge numbers over the past couple months. But Julius, I did not think he would be returning to form from a couple years ago. And he seems to be getting better and better as the season's going on. And he's like that that dunk he threw down against the Celtics with his left hand. Vicious. Um, the What was it? Against the Wizards, the one where he basically murdered a guy, Jim. You have to be excited about that. <laughs> you can relate. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened a bunch. I mean, didn't it happen twice the other night in the game? In the in the Celtics game, he threw down two like that, where he just basically cocked back the hammer and just Ooh. slammed he's, down. He's he's looking like a monster in the paint, and he's playing like he he's playing like he has the strength of Charles Oakley, knocking people around, but yet who can actually score? You know, has a multifaceted game. 
Yeah, and one other thing I'll say about him too, uh, even though the assist numbers are down, he's looking to pass. And we, I mean, we've seen that over the last couple of years that he looks to pass. But a lot of times he'll draw that double and he'll kick it out. But in the past when he would drive to the hoop, he just sees the hoop, right? If he's determined to go to the hoop, he's going to put it up. But now he'll look to dish it off to Hartenstein. He'll look to dish it off to Sims. He'll look for a cut in Grimes. Um, I mean, unfortunately versus the Nets, they, they tried to do a lot, a lot. Um and, and they turned the ball over. They didn't connect those passes. But I liked their approach. I liked the fact that they were trying to move the ball more. I didn't think they played horrible that game, you know, or even throughout the whole game. Even when they were down by, like, 15 to 20 points against Brooklyn. It was just Brooklyn was hitting all those threes. But I thought they looked good out there. I liked their approach. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to continue to watch this, scene that, this team down the rest, of the, uh, the rest of the year. Yeah, Barry, are you looking for them to do anything at the trade deadline? Yes, 100%. What do you, they what's, have to. what's your number one want? My number one want is another scorer. Um, off the bench or for the starting Off the lineup? bench. Another scorer off the bench. But who? Um, what's that? Who, though? Who? I mean, who? Well, <laughs> who you know you the names that are out there. OG Ananobi. You know, yes. he's a guy. Gary Trent Jr., he's a guy. There, there's guys out there Gary that Trent can Jr. give you a little something. Sure. And well, obviously, we know the players that are on our bench that are doing nothing. These high, you know, not only big contracts, but guys that can contribute to a team. You know, between Fournier and Reddish, even Rose, yeah. I know he doesn't have much left in the tank, but I mean, there's got to be, you know, a suitor out there for him somewhere for something. It's just, it's doing us no good having them on the bench. And again, we're getting no output aside from IQ from our bench. It's ridiculous. Murder Jim, so, favorite player off the bench? Uh, well, I mean, quickly, uh, of course. I'm just trying to get you to go, Obi Toppin. Oh, Obi Toppin. <laughs> Obi Toppin. <laughs> <laughs> Live Obi Toppin. I mean, come on. Nice. I don't know uh, about. I mean, like Obi Toppin. We, I we, earlier we said that RJ can be very frustrating, but Obi Toppin, as you if you watch the games closely, and I know you guys do, you watch Obi and you'll get why Tibbs pulls him. You know, because he just does sometimes he just says dumb things. You know, sometimes it just like he's not. You know, but you but also I fantasize about a world where he can just be unleashed offensively. Oh. And just fucking go. Yeah. But I mean, that's like if he was on the, you know, the Sacramento yeah. Kings in nineteen uh, in twenty you know, five years ago or whatever, you know. You're gonna be all right when Obi's traded at the deadline. <laughs> no, there's no way. Here's what I think is gonna happen to the trade deadline, all right? Fucking nothing. I don't think we're making any move. No, but I hope they, that if we do make a move, no, this gotta is, be moves I hope it's a bench many, guy. I, I agree with Barry, though. I think veterans on this team that aren't getting playing time. Yeah, but no one wants sticking. them. Not only that, there's guys that are getting playing time that shouldn't be getting playing time. How is how is Miles McBride still getting the minutes I, that he's I getting? I told you, Barry. I told you, you, you did, and it's ridiculous. There's literally, oh. literally, who do you want to get? Who do you want to get those minutes, Craig? There's five players in the entire NBA. <laughs> that are scoring fewer points than Miles McBride. Only five for the amount of minutes <laughs> that, that he's playing. Is that really? Wow. Yeah, he's averaging 3.4 points a, a game. For anybody stat. that's played at least 10 games this season <laughs> and has averaged at least 13 minutes, what he's averaging, there's only five other guys that are scoring less than he is. He's doing nothing out there. <laughs> that's three point percentage. That's one guy they could easily... Up His three-point percentage is upgrade. shit. He's shooting yeah. 25% from three. He's not giving you that. In, in his second year of college, he shot 41%. Right. He didn't bring any of that over into the NBA. You know, it's a further three-point line, but come Holy on. Holy fuck. Barry he, is passionate about he, being anti-McBride. I feel like he's our modern day, uh, what was that? Tony Douglas. Mm. Remember Tony Douglas? <laughs> Florida State. 
Yeah, uh, what does he I get? Like nine like, minutes a game, Barry? He was like a third, you know. No, he gets thir- over thirteen minutes a game, Craig, oh, wow. on the season. Is that more than Obi? No, um, I haven't Is checked Obi, Obi in a while, but it's like it's probably pretty damn close. At least as of late, for sure. Wow. So you think Derrick Rose should get those minutes? I mean, that's the obvious. I, no. I would. No. I would at this point. I would insert him no. back in. At least he's going to give you something on offense. I know he wasn't giving us much on offense this year, but McBride is like is is nothing. And and this isn't high school basketball where you're going to give a guy minutes because of his hustle. That only goes so far. I mean, what are we looking at here? Obi's at 15 minutes by the by the way, 15.4. Just just barely over Deuce McBride. Wow. And yeah, Deuce that's, is at that's pathetic. 13.2, so two minutes extra. Yeah, I mean, Deuce is not in there because somebody's injured. He's not in the beer there because there's no other option. There's other options sitting there on the bench. I don't know why he's in the game. I don't understand. Neither it. do I. Well, is his I defense not good enough for you anymore? No. Or that he's not, the, Craig. He's in the game nope. because of what you just said, and I get it if you think that's not good enough, and I'm that's a fair argument. But for his hustle and his defense, he'll get those steals, he'll poke around and he'll you know and I it, mean I think he, I think that's hits Tibbs. an occasional three. Tibbs, like, whenever he did this nine-man rotation, he decided that you're not playing unless you're hustling. Because we've said everyone on this, everyone that he plays is like that. The cams of the world don't get to play because they're, they're not like that. And he wants guys who are going to give 100%. I think that's all he wants out there. Guys giving 100%, 100% of the time. And deuces does that. He's a good... He's can, a, we, can we talk about the nine-man rotation though. for a minute? For a minute, we'll give you a minute on that murder. Chain. Well, because this is and what this is what we all wanted. Now. We're getting the players that we've all wanted. I'm not I'm not speaking for everyone in the in the every Knicks fan, but we're getting the players that we wanted. We wanted to see Grimes and, <clears throat> and McBride and Jericho Sims and get all these guys and this nine man rotation. But here's the downside of the nine man rotation. Okay, is why most people don't. It's a playoff rotation. Most people don't play a playoff rotation during the regular season, and here's why. Is because when you get in the playoffs and there's an injury or something happens or you need to make an adjustment, you know, your guys are cold. Evan Fournier is playing nothing. And Derek Rose is, you know, ordering a pizza. Well, I don't know what he, you know, he's like, so when these people aren't, and Cam Reddish, I, let, can we just not even, let's not even talk about him. But I mean, these people aren't, they have no idea. They're, they're so out of it. They're so out of the rotation. They're so out of everything that's going on in the game, the offense and the defensive strategies. That when it when you need to make those adjustments, when you meet, need to pull that wild card crazy move in the playoffs, that's gonna you know that um, you know Doc Rivers was good at it, but I mean you know coaches like that, they're gonna no, be you're 100% lost. You're hundred percent right. They're gonna and, be and, lost, and, and maybe not get Evan Fournier. In the first round again. Maybe not Evan Fournier is what I'm about to say because he's a veteran. But you're telling me that a guy like Cam Reddish isn't going to be pressing when he's out there now? The guy hasn't played in a month and a half. He gets his opportunity because somebody had like a sore knee and and needs to sit out. Now is his chance. You're telling me he's not going to look for his and take advantage of that? If Cam Reddish got into a game right now, he'd have up like seven shots in like, you know, a span of a minute or two. Exactly. Of course. Murder's exactly right. It was a great point that you made about the playoffs. But he was in the rotation too. Well, that's true. So what? But I mean, you think when you it think comes Cam Reddish needs time, minutes, though, Barry? I'm just saying, I I don't like this this hard set nine man rotation for the same reasons that that Murder just pointed out. And it goes to a bigger point, and the bigger point is that um, adjustments. 
that's the biggest thing. I know everybody wants to fire Tibbs and then, you know, we love him or whatever. But the biggest problem that, that he has as a coach that I see is he doesn't make adjustments. Now, like, for example, when you see them triple teaming or double teaming Randall in the corner, which we see every fucking game. You know, if, all right, well, let's have something in place. So and I'm no fucking NBA coach. But so that it's a little preemptive. So we know what will happen when that is coming. Because it always comes. You know, have some play in place so that way you can, you know, so when that happens, you've, you've got a, you got a plan B. you got another move to make. I think Instead they've of just done a better turnover. job. I think they've done a better job this year. I mean, we've seen more cutting this year from multiple players than we've seen in the last five years. But you still see um, it, though. You still see the Randall in the fucking corner, double teamed in the turnover. Sometimes he waits too long. You're absolutely right. And he doesn't get rid of the rock soon enough. Yeah. I mean... Well, and I don't, ball, man. I don't. I don't hate Tibbs as nine man because it's the guys I want to see play. Tibbs is stubborn, yeah, man. That's what, he's always been stubborn. I mean, I. What do you mean? I don't. You, you want to see? I'm happy with Hartenstein? Fournier, Reddish. No, I mean, I'd rather have better players on the team, but at least they're hustling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of playing the guys who play hard and not playing the guys who aren't. I, I, that doesn't bother me. I'm fine with that, but you, we, we, I mean, what we're talking about is coming into the trade deadline, we have to upgrade the roster. Absolutely. And yeah. even though McBride is part of the rotation, he's an easy guy to throw into yep. a deal. Not that he's going to get you back anything. No, but and they should. Bag of balls. I mean, they could, he's not going to be in a deal, but hopefully they do get someone that can kick him out of the rotation. Right. You know, hopefully, I, I wouldn't mind if they up, upgrade, I've said it last week, upgraded the two and put Quentin back on the bench strengthen the bench and the starting lineup at the same time. But I think that we can all agree there's no there's no big move. I think strengthening the bench is the move. Right. Right. I want a move that's going to keep them even more consistent. Look, they've been great this year. You know, I as much as I'm arguing about things, it's what we do, right? We we have to critique what we see. We're um, hot people. Yeah. What? We're hot people. We get heated over this, but in a good <laughs> okay. way. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not that we're not all good looking. We are I didn't, hot. You know, whatever. I we mean, are we're, hot. We're, we're, we're uh, a handsome group of fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we're hot people. I never heard of that. Must be a California thing. All right, first of all, with the heated. California thing. Hot headed. Maybe I meant hot headed people. Hot. Yeah, heated. Hot headed. All right, you guys want to hear some fucking voicemails? What do you I think? do. Yes, please. Let's hear what Ralph was up to this week. Okay. <clears throat> Next win, next win, next win. <laughs> Woo! Next win, a randalicious game. Heart in stone. I fell in love with you, heart in stone. Best game he's played in a while. Next win, an overtime against Boston. I call this a statement game, dang it. What an awesome win. Well, we may have lost to the Nets, but we fought hard. What a change in the timber. So, hats off to them, I guess, and Irving. Fell in love with Hartenstein this week. I got to clip off that Randalicious thing. Randalicious. (laughs) (laughs) How can you not love Ralph? Do you not love Ralph, Murder Jim? I love Ralph. Nick's win! Nick's win! <laughs> Ralph, uh... I picture him in like a, a like a white t-shirt with uh, cigarette holes in it. And he's holding <laughs> up a beer. <laughs> Nick's Ra- Ralph used the word used the word pussy on Twitter the other day. You saw that, right, Barry? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he used the word pussy. In what way? On I love Twitter. pussy or... No. Uh, yeah. 
It would be oh, great if it say? was. He said somebody pussy. was a pussy, right? Yep. Yeah, I LeBron. was surprised by that. <laughs> well, you know, we got a long road to go. <laughs> got a long way to go, man. All right, Blandy, who do you got? Who do you got next? Brandon, Brandon. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Go, New York, go, Brandon. New York, go. Oh, man, let me tell you about this game with the Celtics, man. I was just ecstatic. Such a good game. Love to see my team compete. And I was going into this week definitely thinking, God, we're going to be like 0-3. So far, we're, we've got back to, I mean, two wins, man. Two wins. It's supposed to be a hard, hard schedule. Not that I'm talking shit, but at the same time, uh, super grateful for the win. Uh, key notes that I noticed, obviously, Julius being aggressive, Julius being Julius with his dunks. Um, I got to shout out Hartenstein. He actually played very well this, uh, this evening. Um, Hartenstein in the second quarter with a fast break pass to Obi. Obi catches it, throws it behind his back, then lays it up. I thought that was amazing. Um, Grimes defense on Tatum. Uh, Grimes being aggressive. Uh, you've got Obi with the sidestep three in the fourth. Um, the only thing is I got to say is the fourth quarter, last five minutes of the game, we're starting to see the defense, uh, start to fall apart. Double teams on JB and Julius. A lot of ISO play. Uh, Hero ball is not going to make it work. Um, but we played aggressive the whole game, fearless, uh, driving in from Quick and Brunson. Um, shout out to Quick, uh, mimicking a lot of what Brunson does. Uh, the bench was rocking tonight. Uh, McBride on his defensive effort. Um, I love this team, love this win. Um, what do you think about this win, guys? Is this a statement win, Barry, what we're looking at? Let me, let me know. Thanks. Look, there can't be any bigger you, statement. I know. Well, Barry Coin yeah. statement win across all Apparently. of Twitter. Apparently. Uh, no, but they can't be any bigger of a statement win than beating the first place team, you know. Statement approved. Yeah. Without Mitch, too, by the way. Paying pretty without well Mitch. without and, Mitch. And yeah, uh, uh, Brandon shouted out Hartenstein, which it should be said. Um, yeah, the, the past week or so, he has you know, probably played his best stretch of basketball. Yeah, is it just me or, or there was just like, like not just like a moment passing little moments where Hartenstein was like, I was like, okay, okay. But I mean, yeah, I'm no, he about contributed 100 percent defensively, offensively. On the defensive end, contributed to winning. Where I was like, well, okay, that's a little bit, you know. I was like, oh, you know, he, he had a little Mitch in him, little Mitch, big dummy, right, Barry? <laughs> Every right. team's got a big, big dummy. <laughs> big dummy. Well, at least his nickname is in George. <laughs> Brandon's right, though. We, we are still continuing to fall apart at the end of games. Whose nickname yeah, is Jorts? You remember George? That was, it was, yeah. uh, uh, who was that? Um, um, Harold, Har Harrelson? Josh Harrelson? Josh Harrelson. Yeah, Josh yeah. Harrelson. Jorts, because if he wore. Why did he wear jean shorts a lot? He did, apparently. <laughs> Remember, I mean, we're not the only yeah. team blowing leads at the end of the game, though. Every team is blowing leads is the whole thing. And first yeah, of all, can I but we are, but we are, but we, yes, a lot of teams are blowing leads, but we really seem like we, we kind of stifle <laughs> ourselves on offense. Listen, I got to tell you guys something about blowing leads, first of all. This is going to be blasphemous, but this fucking, I love Mike Breen. We all love Mike Breen. But doesn't he almost will... Does he almost will the leads away where he's like, and they cut it to 18. They were once up by 25. Now it's only 18. And then it's like, know, fuck. Man. It's like, shut up, dude. You're like fucking jinxing the whole team. Of course, I love Mike Breen. Everyone loves Mike Breen, but he's just calling I, it like I, he I, no, but he, don't he's insult, too. Don't insult the, the is, customer of the Mineola thing is, on our and show. I know, I, I, know, I know he bought a bicycle there. That's amazing. 
But I mean, um, but it's like he, and I get it, he's just like too good of a comment. He's too good at it. He wants to make it dramatic for the casual fan. Get the but fuck out of here. Don't Murder. do that at, during our home games, man. We don't, you know, you know, we have to jazz the game. We're not casual fans, man. <laughs> I don't but, know. Yeah, well, I love. Clyde does course, like to set, like to like to know when p- people are having a big free throw streak. Right when they <laughs> he does like to all the time, and to, every time he does, he's like, "Oh, I forgot about the jinx." Every yeah, I know. <laughs> How do no, you forget? he outright denies it. He, he calls out and says, "There's no such thing as a jinx." Yeah, he does it on purpose, trying to prove it. <laughs> yes. Landy, who, who, come on, we got- We have Brandon uh, again, but it's like two no, seconds. No, wait, so. wait on that one. Wait on that okay. one. Okay. That's for later. Abushaki? Abushaki, yeah. Mm. What's up? Abushaki. here, a.k.a. Abushaki, a.k.a. the beast from the Middle East. Question to Barry. Yep. Is this the statement win of the season? <laughs> <laughs> and also, can you talk about- How many Judith times can Barry Brando's answer this? Dunks all season? What, did, what was that one? Great That's advice. a great question. He wants to know oh, about nice. Julius Randle's dunks all season. Can we talk about them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we did that, kind of. Sorry. Barry, you really made an impression with that question. I mean, with that. Wait, do people think that, like, I, I was never going to concede that there would be one? <laughs> I, I think, mean, I'm, I'm I a logical think person. Yes. I kind of think yes. No, we were. You, you <laughs> said that in look. the beginning, and we really did wait. Every Nick fan has been waiting for you to declare a statement win. Dude. The Boston Celtics at the TD Garden <laughs> national game. Yes. Our two guys outplayed their two guys. Come on. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to explain it. You're right. I don't Just have to explain. Statement fucking win. And yeah, and Randall, keep the dunks coming. We knew you had it in you. You got mad ups, bro. Mad ups. <laughs> I'm on Team Barry all the way with this. Are you, are you, is anybody on this podcast considering buying a Julius Randall jersey before the season's over? No. no I have one no. already. I was, I was gifted one. I was gifted one. I have what my Andre Barrett jersey, and I'm my super nephew happy got with me that. one. Recently, uh, like two years ago. Oh, wow! That was a rough. That was during the good times or the bad times. That was during the good times, murder. Okay, hmm. that was the the good year. <laughs> Landy, give us um, uh, DB. Okay. Hey fellas, it's DB. Hope you're all good. Uh, amazing win against the Celtics. Uh, I'm still kind of fucking freaked out about it. Uh, we really don't appreciate the physical masterpiece that is Julius Randle. I don't think we do. We don't think we appreciate it enough. He absolutely dominated the Celtics, and he's always going to be faster or stronger than nearly everyone in the league. You know, if there's somebody that's going to be faster than him, well, he's going to be stronger. He's going to bully them. You know, if there's somebody that's stronger than him, 100% chance he's going to be faster than them. So he showed that against the Celtics. So, quick question. Does RJ play like he's in quicksand? What the fuck is going on? His legs uh. look so heavy. And then, but then all of a sudden he'll jam it on somebody, and it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know if they're filling his shoes with cement or something. Anyway, last thing. Uh, my dog is in heat. Uh, which is fucking <laughs> gross. But there's something about Murder Jim's voice. That is driving her nuts. Oh. Something about what is, what is good. Dogs love me. Is. When he goes up at height, it makes her lose her fucking shit. So, I don't know. Why is he called Murder Jim? Because he's killing it with these bitches, clearly. But respectfully, Murder Jim, please don't fuck my dog. It's a hard next life. 
Well, you heard now, him, see, but dogs now, love see, him. This motherfucker gets me. This fucking guy gets me. I don't fuck dogs, but I fuck a lot of bitches. <laughs> and also, woo, woo, cock, woo, what be topping? Woo, hoo, 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 your dog is going to shit on the floor now, you asshole. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I hope, I really don't hope that his dog shits on the floor, but I mean, come on, what am I, what am I supposed to do? Do dogs shit on the floor when they're in heat? I don't know what they do. I no, think they, they do a just... lot of humping. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but this is a it's a it's a it's a woman, so she's it's I mean a, a female, so she's not <laughs> humping his leg. <laughs> she's just uh, do do ooh, bitches so she's... not hump legs? Well, well, they, I mean, I guess they still male? do. I had a, a female dog growing up, and she used to hump everybody's legs. So I remember getting my leg humped a lot by Oreo. What was your dog's name? <laughs> Oreo. Oreo, that's what Oreo? Oreo, she, yeah, you know. Because of her creamy filling. <laughs> uh, I was the cream between her legs. Oreo? No, that's disgusting, Craig. I mean, this you. is the... This I is literally the, remember that, that mean... Barry, you remember getting your leg humped by Oreo, right? She um, she humped legs all the time. <laughs> yeah, I remember so. sitting on the, your cou- the couch in your, like, living room. Getting my leg humped this one specific time. Barry's got a journal underneath his mattress. I'm sure now you're just making shit up. Who? You. No, I, I swear this to one God. Time where she I remember this she really one time stop. where she, it was nonstop. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, it was uncomfortable. Maybe she really liked you. <laughs> uh, so, DB, you'll stay away from. Uh, D- I mean, to murder Jim, you'll stay away from DB's dog. I promise to not fuck his dog. It I says, slice, uh, I slice like, like a goddamn hammer. hammer. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, it's available at coolquimby.com. It's a it's a it's a quote from fucking this weird Neil I think it was Neil Diamond thing. And there's just an audio of him like yelling and belittling somebody who fucking was inconsequential to him. And he's like, You better leave me alone, you motherfucker. I'll fucking get you. I slice like a goddamn hammer. And it was very wow, weird and creepy and uncomfortable and disturbing. So of course I'm gonna put on a t shirt. I never heard <laughs> that. Yeah, look, Google it on on YouTube or look it up on YouTube or something. Yeah, it's very, it's weird. All right, what do we have I'm left, sure he, Blandy? I got just, this two second thing from, from Brandon. Brandon. This is Brandon after the Nets game. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. That's I it. should put that along with shit. Hell, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel that way after the Nets game? I didn't feel that way after the Nets game. I just wanted to beat the goddamn Nets for once. Yeah. Yeah. For nine in a row we've lost? Yeah. We got so within close. Uh, it was painful. Kyrie killed us in the fourth quarter. Anytime the Knicks were close, yeah. and like Kyrie either came down at a three or he, he drove to the hoop. I mean, he was uh, he was great in that game. And again, I didn't think the Knicks played horribly that game. So no, I didn't come out of that game like super depressed. No. I wasn't depressed, but I, what I hate, of course, I fucking hate it. I'm fucking New Jersey bullshit Nets. Yeah, it is a bummer that and we also the can't national seem to be games, Brooklyn. man. The national games are really wrong for Reggie Miller calling one. And this, who's that other fucking guy? I don't even know. I intentionally don't remember his name. Where he's like, they're hotter than fish grease. Like this right, right, fucking yeah, Doris Burke and <laughs> Bronson's uh, playing with his food again. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. F- what are you? What F- the fucking F- bullshit <laughs> are you saying? Shut up. After that game, that apparently they were saying like. Talking about, still talking about how the Knicks could have had KD and Kyrie. After that game, did you see all those tweets? Like, Mm. Stephen A was saying that, I think. Yeah, why motherfucking people have a hard time letting shit go, man? 
First of all, we should all stay away from Nick's Twitter because here's the thing. Here's my take on Nick's Twitter. I, I hate I hate Nick's Twitter lately. Nick's Twitter, hate. the people on Nick's Twitter need to get fucked. And I mean like quite literally. It is like oh. the voice of the laidless, the voice of the sexless. <laughs> like fucking people. I don't trust people who don't fucking get laid. I'm sorry. I just don't. And that is the overwhelming feeling of everybody on Nick's Twitter. Like, How dude, often do you untie your girlfriend to uh, to have the uh, the sexy time? <laughs> I keep her tied up all the time to the radiator. Sexy time. I do. You know how many, you know how many bitches on. Murder Jim has over there right now? Turn the camera. There were four. Also, I just want to. I just want to make sure the uh, what's the nudity, nudity policy on this? Because oh. just in case a naked lady walks in or something, totally. I, it's, I was gonna it's, say uh, if it's it'll it's be encouraged. fine. Not yes. Yeah, oh, not me, dude. No one will see that. <laughs> it is it accepted? It's encouraged. If you fucking stand up, Murder Jim, right now, you have pants on. <laughs> you're off this fucking show. In like like a you want to see your pants <laughs> on? <now>, actually, <laughs> oh my god, Murder Jim has fucking. Nick pajamas like a like a like an eleven year old boy murder Jim. Wait, you don't own any Nick's pajama it's a pants? Great Christmas gift. I don't. I would like really? to, and I I'm not saying this pair. in a bad way. I don't, and I would like to. How 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 do you not own a pair of Nick's pajama pants? Your, your I, wife I, I or your kids never gifted life. you Nick's pajama pants for a Hanukkah. It's like yeah. A staple Hanukkah. It's an gift. easy gift when you're a Nick's a fan. You know, gift. you get well, whatever. You, why, you know. Well, maybe if you were my uh, secret Santa this year, Barry, you could have gotten me that. That's you true. and Blandy well, had somebody's to cheat in that up. whole game. So, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still sour about that. Yeah. All right, y'all hear that music? No time this. Well, Anderson Hooper, who we heard today, is is going to be debuting his own podcast. Oh, Barry. Not true. Not true. What, what were you going to call it, Barry? Blanderson Hooper 360 or the Blanderson Hooper podcast. <laughs> could you imagine? I think that could be good. Do a spin off podcast, Blandy. You think? Yeah. Just a short I'll show you how one? to do it. Can go on Believe. We'll get it on Believe. You do your own like spin off and you just say whatever's on your mind at whatever oh, time man. of day. Yeah. Okay. Little commentary on the on NBA news. All right. So let's do this. How long is so the news just... tonight? Uh, there's a couple of things here. It's you know it all depends on really whether we get sidetracked here. I want to start off by discussing something that we haven't. Oh wait, wait! I got an idea for this news segment. Okay. You know how we oh. always like to to spice up the news segments. <laughs> okay. So you know those guys in like rap songs where you got like the main rapper, but then you got like the guy in the background just like repeats a word. Murder. Whenever you feel murder. like it, if there's something you want to accent, you want murder. says you want murder. Jim to be Blandy's hype so man. You, you yeah, be Blandy's hype, hype man. man. <laughs> All right, all right, I got it. Listen, don't overdo okay, it. Hold but, on, hold on, you know. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fuck up. I got a lot of restraint. This this sounds like we're not going to force Murder Jim to be his hype man. <laughs> Why don't you be either his hype man or his heckle? No, okay. why would you heckle me? No, what, I'm not going to heckle you. Won't? Oh, I'm not, not. I know. I just you know. I know. Do you I just like met, the, Murder Jim? Do you do you get through you the new segment? Me. Isn't that enough? Through, do you get Listen. through the news segment in the podcast? <laughs> it's I, enough that you have. Of course, me. I do. You do. I do. But I've been a live performer for like a lot of years, so like I know heckles, mother fuck, fuck hecklers, man. Yeah, okay, then be a hype man. I just wanted to give you the options. You can go either way. I do. I appreciate that. All right, so let's start off with just talking about something uh, that's team related that we haven't actually team at any point in time. Um, <laughs> Brendan Brown was recently well 
but it's recently announced that he was fired by MSG Network. He announced Network. it! He's no longer on the uh, the radio call. He uh, got he, fired. He'd been doing the call for for ten years after a place in he John Andrews. Sucked. And uh, I guess Ian oh, wow. Beck was it. Ian Beckley was no Stefan. Not even uh, paying Steph- attention to anything Blandy's saying right now. <laughs> Stefan Bondi. <laughs> Anyone else? Was the first one to report it because they didn't say anything about it. If you way to go, Bondi. If you listen on the Knicks uh, radio games, it's been a lot of John Wallace. Nobody lately. listens to that. Uh, but they got rid of him and didn't tell anybody <laughs> until somebody looked into it. Until, until Bondi looked into it. Apparently, I think he's he dead. Somebody called his family, checking in on his room after allegations Obi of verbal Obi. harassment. <laughs> Guess the PR department got oh, some no. complaints about him harassing people. Who is this new story about? Brandon, Brandon Brown. Brown. He's oh. alongside Evan Cohen on the radio. Yeah, no, not anymore. Was, he's not. Was. So yeah. he yeah, got the, fired. The, oh, right. Ne- and I haven't yeah. this. And then um. McNutt's on there. Yeah, she's been on yeah. there. John Wallace has been on Love there a McNutt. lot. Of, says MSG Networks and Brendan Brown have decided to part company for the <laughs> remainder of the season. Various personalities, including former Nick John Wallace, will serve as the Knicks radio analyst on the MSG radio network. So we don't know what ESPN. happened? We just know that apparently, I guess, there were complaints about harassment and oh. they looked into them and I guess they were serious enough that they, they fired him. After, <clears throat> That's my baby, unser- Rebecca. Unceremoniously after <laughs> oh, ten years, no. and then didn't say anything about it. Oh no, Barry! And John <laughs> Wallace, though they said nothing like about a, it. John Wallace is going to be uh, the replacement. Yeah, he's been on a lot. He's not bad. He's not. He's not. I bad. heard him. Um, he's got good. Anybody hat listen to the radio anymore? Why anymore? not? What do you mean? Of course. If I'm you? stuck in the car, why, why wouldn't you? Uh, I did. Him? I mean, I did. I did. I tell you, I listened to the two Raptor games, both in the car. I never liked Brendan Brown, though. Uh, you know? Brown's Evan Cohen, I like. He's, he's a pro. Is he I, I never Brown's liked son? the sound of him. Yeah. yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Wow. Hubie's, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. In the painted area. Yeah, that, that's the only <laughs> <He's a laughs> That's the only reason that Brendan's got a uh, job, though. That's or true. had a job. We need to fight back against nepotism. Uh, Miles Turner signed a two-year contract extension with the uh, Pacers for $60 million. Fuck so the that, Pacers! That takes him off of, uh, I guess, the trade block. You know, a lot this. of dough. Uh, I was surprised by that. Yeah, and it says they'll pay him an additional amount this season to help spread out the money over the, for salary cap purposes. Yeah, he's um, always on. It seems like he's always in trade rumors I know. every year. So Not anymore? I guess now they've committed. Uh, they announced the all-star starters for the East. You've got Giannis, Durant, Tatum, Mitchell. And before, let me just say, actually, this is not necessarily how it's going to be. And Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell. And then you got LeBron, Jokic, Williamson, Steph Curry, and Luka Doncic. But, um, Giannis and LeBron are the captains, but rather than pick the teams two weeks ahead of time, they're actually going to do it the more, like the day of, like an, like an hour or two before actually the the game starts. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, uh, a used jersey from LeBron's Game 7 against the Spurs in 2013 recently sold at Sotheby's for $3.7 million. Oh, my God. Come the on. highest selling Craig, game worn. This is one of those stories that we've had like 10 times, Craig. LeBron James jersey <laughs> to date. <laughs> yeah. It's always and, a different jersey. Uh, why do we care two. about Why do we care about this? I don't know. It's, I guess it's just let you know where the... 
I don't know what it, I don't know why we care actually. <laughs> why do we care? Well, what it's am I going to say? You know, like Bobby <laughs> Bobby Porter sprained his MCL. Who gives a shit about that? Can't you? I'd rather talk. <laughs> you're not going to talk about LeBron crying on no, the yeah, court for five minutes. No, yeah, I've got it right here. Okay, good. I've got I've got the whole Pat Bev LeBron uh, Celtics game okay. from last night. So this yeah, is, if you were watching was, that game, this was the babiest thing I've ever seen the, on a basketball Celtics game. Against the Lakers was very, very much like the Knicks game with the Celtics. With the Celtics at home, trailing for most of the game, coming back, tying it, going to OT. But LeBron went up for a layup, uh, like at the buzzer. Tatum hit his arm. They didn't call anything, and LeBron went nuts. Bathroom break from um, Murder Jim. He, he was screaming and, and shouting. And then the weirdest thing happened. While they were waiting for overtime to start, Patrick Beverly took a... A camera, a digital camera, out to the ref digital to show camera. him a picture, <laughs> and he ended up getting teed up. So I don't know if you if you were watching Nikon. live because I was. I was. And Jason Tatum got a foul shot. So literally before the jump ball even started overtime, the Celtics were ahead one sixteen, I think one fifteen. Have oh, you ever no. seen that where one team was beating the other before overtime even started? No. This was no, the weirdest freaking weird. thing. The the refs union though did come out today and say that the call was blown, and the NBA in their two minute report oh, said yeah. that the call was blown. This yeah, is like so a whole weird. recap like, of the game here. It's like give me a play by play. Okay, he's he's gotten plenty of calls in his career. Okay, the team sucks. Well, that Get doesn't over. make it right. I, I'm just you're saying, just the LeBron haters. What he's, you want? He's gotten plenty of calls during during his 19 seasons. So so, he, so, so he's not allowed he, to be pissed off. He traveled there. I mean, come on. Do you see that? See Just saying, if one done? thing goes against him, Barry, with all the things that have gone for him. You don't get that. LeBron, you don't get that. I'm sorry, if, if LeBron fouled someone at the end of a game like that, it's like he would say, you know, you don't get that call at the end of the game. It's hard to get that call the at the end of the game. They're going to give him a foul call? Yeah, with most like of the time, of the, the guys are fouled, and they don't call it. Right. No, I know. We just saw it with RJ. Yeah. Last week. Speaking of uh, LeBron, he was elected to his 19th or selected for his 19th All-Star game, which <laughs> ties Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for most ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last thing here, just about KD, because why miss a shot, uh, taking a shot at KD? I guess uh, Shaq, did you see when Shaq called uh, Julius Randle Randolph the other day? Yeah. yeah what a Shaq idea. is not... Listen, I get that he's Shaq, but I guess they were talking on TNT the other day about Rui Hachimura being acquired by the yeah. Lakers, and Shaq admitted he had no clue who Hachimura was. He said, "If you're not, if you ain't a top ten player, I don't know who you are. I'm not watching the Bullets or the Wizards." Which, uh, good job, good job. So then KD called him out, saying Shaq doesn't know ball, and then Shaq tweeted this out as a response. I don't know ball, but I know how to brush my hair or decide to cut it when I was going bald. <laughs> I know, I saw that. Love that was always cold. the bus driver. I mean, you're going to make fun of his balls, Bob? That's fucked up, dude. Went, I mean, it is embarrassing, though. Wear a fucking hat. Like, shave your head, KD. Enough already. But uh, that's the way <laughs> the basketball dances. All right. That's what we do for that, today's that show. may have been the best news piece ever. I really enjoyed that. Really? Well, that's because he missed because half of, it of the hype, man. I, I did have to pee. I'm so sorry. <laughs> did you get up to pee? <laughs> no. Really what are you talking you about? I've been here the whole time. Hold, you really had to go pee in the middle of the show. You couldn't. You couldn't. In the middle have of we, the. And we've I mean, done actually, how many of these shows, guys? Have we ever had to get up <laughs> like and pee during it? I'm new. I'm ever. new. <laughs> <laughs> it's new. 
You always know when we're going to be done. Show, he's been oh, and he's been drinking that 16 ounce bud. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> it just it just goes right through you. It really does. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, you can follow me at Harness Life. That never gets me any followers. I don't know why I do that every fucking show. Barry, do you want to do your 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 handle? No, but we should no. plug Murder Jim. I'm getting to Murder Jim. Blandy, you want yours? Blandy you had a huge, my, my TikTok. huge TikTok this week. That's right. Oh. Mm. How many how many likes did that get? This was Blandy's biggest TikTok. I can tell you any as of ever. Right now, it's at six thousand five hundred and seventy-two likes. With, with how many comments crazy. under that TikTok? Four hundred and thirteen. Holy so, shit! And yeah, you want to know? If you want to, if you want to see this video about. of Blandy fucking that crumb cake, <laughs> that got all these likes. That's likes. not what it was. Go to Blandy's TikTok. No. What is your TikTok? Blandy Hooper. At yeah, Blandy just, Hooper. It's that easy. Yeah. Um, it's that easy. And Murder Jim. Yeah. Murder Jim's here. Do you want to sing a song? Do you I want don't. to? Do you have any final <laughs> words? You well, want to tell I mean, people where they me. can I'm, find I'm, you. You can find me anywhere. Murder Jim is. Uh, <laughs> so I've got eight albums on thing. all your streaming services. Murder Jim Quimby. Google search it. They'll all come up. Nice. YouTube videos. A lot. Tons of garbage. What what kind of music um, is this? Ah, uh, shitty. I think that was the best shitty. thing. That's the most That's accurate description I've heard. No, don't no, tell no, yourself. No, no, it's, it's cool. I don't know. It's like, it's like low. It's like there. lo-fi. It's like lo-fi indie rock. Uh, cool. Sometimes it's a little Americani, but um, I'm all over the place, man. I'm you know, it's you have a lot of freedom when you put out music and you have nine Spotify followers. You know, you have a lot of freedom. Do you guys know what Americani means? No. It means Americana-ish. I still uh, don't know. <laughs> it's like a fucking acoustic guitars and shit. Okay, so why don't you fucking uh, say that? Most, most of, what is that, like Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash, what is that? No, no it, there's some influence. There's Bruce some Springsteen? parts of that. But then there's very much, mostly it's just lo-fi indie with a weird vo- distorted vocals. And basically, I've got a new album coming out soon. It's, it's going to be called Elevator. And it's I'm trying to write a... It's, to, it's sort of for... People who are struggling with mental health. People who are fucking oh, that's feeling us. sad and shitty. And you know what? You go feel like, hey, maybe that. you're not alone. Maybe other people might feel sad and shitty. And maybe I wrote a few songs about it. Where do, where do we get that? Where do we get that? Everywhere. Because, um, you know, Craig, now, elevators, all, all elevators, elevators go up. Out they go down. Exactly. They go up and down. People have ups and downs. See, you get oh, me. Nice you job, get me. Mary. Barry fucking gets wow. me, Sometimes man. Sometimes you feel like you're trapped. Barry and you gets can't get me. Out, you know? Barry you gotta, gets me. There's, oh, you gotta, there's blue skies behind that cloud, right? That of right? course. That's that actually the name of his second track. <laughs> Is the second track blue skies, blue skies. behind that cloud? No, but I'm all, but just Murder Jim Kubi, I'm on all the streaming services. I've got a, uh, uh, bullshit, uh, I've got a, um, t- like you can get this t-shirt at coolquimby.com if anybody's interested. Oh, you get t-shirts like that. You printed that t-shirt? Yes, from my t-shirt company. No wonder I never heard the fucking quote. It's not a famous quote, guys. It actually is a famous quote. Get the fuck out What is it again? It's a famous quote. I'm pretty familiar with the famous rants out there that people have had when they didn't know the camera was rolling or the tape was going. Do a little work, do a little research, and then we'll check back. Check out. Diamond's a great guy. Check out Murder Jim's work. He is a great guy. The dogs love him. And thank I'm you guys so much for this. I want to hear, hear the singing because, you know, 
That is for real. Thank you guys so much. That, your voice um, is like a combination of Fergie you. and Jesus. Is that a, have you been like that? Your voice is like an elevator, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, right. Is, is that is that like? Do you? I have two questions, I guess. Do you sing like that? Do I sing like an elevator? Yeah, you're like you go up and down. Yeah, like an elevator. Like you like the way I you mean, speak. You <laughs> sing like how you speak. Oh, because I'm like, that, a, like and then rhythm. I'm like, go be top, and then I'm like. Uh, yeah. Is that the style? No, no, dude. Yeah. I don't. No, not necessarily. But it might, it's just every record I make is fucking different, and so it's hard to narrow got, down I'm as actually, a style. I'm gonna check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Give me a follow, and maybe I'll crack double-digit Spotify followers after this airs. Oh, right we'll um, But I've got a new album coming out really soon. And what is what's the artist's name? It's Murder Jim Quimby. Did we, did we establish just that? that? And I'm just not yes. listening? You've, yeah. you've, yeah. you've missed a couple of things, Greg. He told us where to find oh. it, and you asked where we could find it. He told us, <laughs> he told us what, it was co- what he's called, and you asked what it's called. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. No that. problem. All right, Murder Jim. What's the upcoming Nick schedule? You want to give it to <laughs> us? <laughs> I, I, I happen to have it right here. Oh. Oh, prepared. I do. I'm going to oh. take my glasses off, though. So the next game is going to be uh, January 31st against the uh, against America's favorite team that sucks, the Los Angeles Lakers. Everyone likes to talk about them even though they don't win. But when the Knicks don't win, we won't get into that. And then February 2nd, we're playing the Miami Heat in Miami. Of course, they are bitter rivals, but I don't know if they're if it's that bitter anymore. I'm kind of it's kind of soft now, but I still hate them. I'll never forgive Pat Riley. And then Saturday, the f- February fourth, we play the New Jersey Nets of California, <laughs> the LA Clippers. I seriously did that. And then, um, the, uh, <laughs> and then after that, it. after that, we play the Philadelphia 76ers, which I don't really have anything bad to say about them. I don't hate them. I don't love them. I don't know. I don't care. The bad thing for the Knicks is it's four home games in a row, which for most teams that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, all right guys well merge him thanks for coming yeah anytime anytime you need me i'm around all right you it need is a phone number craig you want no. to we can i, I just figured well, you know i just thought did you'd ask barry to because i i did a little something for you oh he did something for you. oh me. hey barry the right. the phone so guys remember if you want to reach out to us <laughs> 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741. All right, guys. Until next time, it is a hard... Knicks. Life. Oh, it's open. Oh, my God. He read my mind. (laughs) Tickled my itch. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.